You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And today there are four of us, myself, Chase, Brandon, and Sarah, who's the manager here at Gear 30. Whoop, whoop. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> that was, try that again. Hello, guys. Okay. Yeah. It's a little better. <laughs> a little better? It's yeah. a little better. All right. So um, we're in the Gear 30 Lounge in Ogden, Utah, right at the base of the Wasatch Mountains. And last episode, we were supposed to talk about backpacking tents, and we just essentially had a Hilleberg love fest. <laughs> yeah. This, Nothing wrong with that. No, we we all them. love Hilleberg tents, and we've all used them in a variety of conditions. My Hilleberg has been everywhere from southern Utah, Coyote Gulch, in the desert, had many, many days in the desert, to Denali. It's been on Denali. It's been in the... Has it been to the top of Denali? Not on the summit. Okay. No, it has not. Um, but nobody actually sleeps on the top anyway. Right. They just, yeah. Right. <laughs> So it's been to besides Chase. Besides me, yeah. It's been to seventeen thousand feet on Denali. Um, That's up there. Yeah, it's been in the Wind Rivers in the winter. It's been in the Wind Rivers in the summer. It's been in the Uinas. It's been all over the place, and it just always performs. So that's why I love Hilleberg. There, it's not the lightest tent out there, but we already had a love fest for Hilleberg. So this this episode is about other good quality backpacking alternatives to Hilleberg tents. So um, here in the shop, I'm looking at multiple brands of tents. I'm looking right now at a Big Agnes tent. I'm looking at an MSR tent. I know that we've uh, had Nemo tents. Do we still Mm -hmm. sell Nemo tents? Yeah, Nemo was, as a brand, I think was our biggest seller last summer. Am I wrong? (coughs) This summer as well. So crazy. That's, That's awesome. But I... Because Nemo just recently came on the scene, everybody a lot, mostly everyone knows like uh, Big Agnes, and they pretty probably be familiar with MSR. What was another one in the past that we sold a lot of? Well, we, had, we used to sell like Marmot mm-hmm. tents, North Face, North Face. And Nemo is the new king of the block, and there's good reason for it. It's functional, well built. The price point isn't outrageous, so they're selling. Still great construction, great mm-hmm. tent, lightweight. That's actually the tent that Bryden has on the PCT, not PCT, CDT this season. Yep, he has the Hornet Elite, right? Yep, the Hornet Elite one, one P. Uh, I don't. Is it the Elite? Because there was one that he was. Or was it just oh, the that's Hornet? right. He just has is the, it Hornet. Just the Hornet. He was going to take the Elite. Yeah. He just has the Hornet. Yeah. So, um, for those that aren't familiar with the Hornet, um, or maybe those that are, I, I love the. I like the Hornet. I shouldn't say love because I don't really love it, but I do like it a lot. You wanted the Elite. I love Hilleberg's. Because there's a slight weight difference, 
but he also liked the color the colorways. Yeah, <laughs> he like really like thought it was a good looking. I tent. want a yellow yeah. tent. <laughs> yeah, he just thought this is gonna look a lot better. Yeah, because you know that matters. Well, and he's a photographer and yeah. a videographer professionally, and so he thinks about hey, what's gonna look the best yeah. in the pictures and stuff like that. So, um, but the Hilleberg or the Hilleberg, how my brain the Nemo, is stuck please. in the Hilleberg. Nemo. The Nim- yeah. Nemo Hornet is very similar. It looks very similar to the Big Agnes Fly Creek. But the difference is the Fly, fly Creek door is at the end of the tent, like on the, the, on the head front end entry. of the tent, front entry. And the Hornet has two doors and they're side entry doors. And that was a big thing for mm-hmm. Bryden because he had the Fly Creek on the PCT. And now he's excited about the hornet because the flight the door on the end drove him nuts because he wanted to be able to lay in his tent and cook in the vestibule and he couldn't very easily which is that recommended um no (laughs) (laughs) not usually but we all still do it all the time but it's easier if you have a side door right because Mm -hmm. your vestibule if you don't like pull it all the way down it's usually open to the kind of open more open to the elements to where your uh, fuel gas whatever can escape and and if you mess up you're not catching stuff on fires is easy right Mm -hmm. or yeah or asphyxiating yourself like you said or dying yeah um (laughs) so the (laughs) big deal so the flight creek when it first came out one of its big design flaws was that when you would unzip the fly if it was raining it would rain right into your tent because the the vestibule um because i guess the door of the inner tent wasn't a vertical door and and so anytime it was raining it would is a pain to get in and out of your tent without just soaking everything that was in your tent they've fixed that now in the newer fly creeks there's an angle in the pole so that you've got a vertical entry now to the fly creek so if you have your vestibule open it's not going to rain in your tent as much the hornet just avoids that problem by just having those side doors mm-hmm. as well so the hornet 2 it's under two pounds it has two doors two vestibules and their side entry doors which is pretty what's the awesome. price point on hornets uh four, four, four i think what? you're 400 399 unless yeah. it, the, i think the elite might be leads 450 five, or five 500 something i i forget it's been a couple of years since i've so unless you're really expecting just horrific weather that's a great tent to just have as your is your go-to backpacking tent right mm-hmm. i would say like the hornet 2p or the fly creek 2 or any of what's those? this msr one that's up here that the one that set up right there is the hubba um the hubba series is definitely our best-selling series from MSR. msr it has a really good balance of well-built quality durable kind of burly but it's not too heavy either i think the hubba hubba is three pounds 14 ounces it's three and a half yeah okay three seven somewhere in there just changed the design i think last year to make it lighter or they used to have they changed to some bamboo poles i think that's just a different line within msr yeah the the hubba hubba stayed fairly fairly this pretty much the same across (laughs) the board um well it's been the same for you i mean pretty close to the same that was my first tent was the hubba hubba like 10 or 12 years ago and it was wonderful i love that thing i'll tell you for me personally i like msr tents personally much more than big agnes or nemo 
Now that's they're not the, our best selling tent, and I think a lot of people would disagree with. Is that me. price point or quality? I mm-hmm. think they're made better. And no, I, I mean, think like, why aren't, why aren't they the best selling, do you think, in the shop? Oh, Is price point? Well, they're or? a little bit heavier. When you're comparing uh-huh. apples to apples, MSR to Big Agnes or Nemo, I mean, they're going to be a little heavier. Like, the, for example, the Hubba Hubba competes directly with the Copper, Copper Spur from Big Agnes and the Dagger, mm-hmm. the Dagger from Nemo. And it's about a half pound heavier. So the Copper Spur 2 is like just under three pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. The Hubba Hubba is like three and a half pounds. So about a half pound heavier. And where you're, the difference is, is you're getting a half pound more durability with the MSRs. Now for most people who backpack once or twice a, a summer or something, the Nemo's, the Big Agnes's, they're gonna be plenty durable if you're not abusing your tent. They're gonna last a long time. For someone who's backpacking a ton, using it a ton, the MSRs are going to last twice as long. Okay, so let's uh, throw out a scenario. Um, first time I went backpacking, my tent was a uh, no-name brand tent from the local uh, sports authority or something, whatever, sports outfitter store it was. I think I paid a full $25 for that Nice. Tent. Yeah. Uh, and... And it served me fine for for a while. So until the pole broke in an inopportune time. But <laughs> you know that's the chance. So why in the twenty five to fifty bucks or you know whatever you're going to find at a at a big box store or something that's fairly cheap. Um, when do you buy something like that? And then when do you say okay I'm going to invest in three four four hundred dollars for uh, a, a Nemo Big Agnes MSR tent? Sure. So. I mean, we talked about stand-up paddle boards a few weeks back. And um, one of the things that we talked about is what's the difference between a $200 entry-level plastic lifetime board versus another one. It's the same difference between buying a bike from Walmart and a bike from a proper bike store that's really well-made. The comfort, the performance, everything's going to be better. So there's a safety factor there. And the cheap tents, they're not made with as nice materials the materials are going to tear quicker the poles are like more likely to break Um, it's usually heavier Um, the seams aren't as strong oftentimes they're not seam tapes sometimes they are Um, and so anyway when you when you're in sunny nice conditions you're probably not going to notice a massive difference when the crap hits the fan it's puking rain strong wind and stuff you're gonna wish in those moments, you would pay just about any amount of money to have the right gear. <laughs> yeah. And so um, the reason, one of the reasons, one of the big motivations for starting Gear 30 was um, Mark Adams, the, the main guy who started it, he had a bad experience while backpacking with his dad. The tent failed. They got soaked. They were up in the middle of the mountains, soaking wet sleeping bags. The tent just didn't, couldn't handle the nasty weather. They packed things up in the middle of the night and hiked out to the car and drove home because they were so miserable and they and they were worried that you know they were in a bad condition. Um, all of their gear was soaked and wasn't performing and that sort of thing. They went and bought quality gear and then went back out, same conditions and had a great time. We're comfortable, we're dry, all that stuff. And so that's one of the reasons why he opened Gear 30 was because he wanted to have a an 
a place to be able to go and buy quality gear in Ogden, and there just wasn't one at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so anyway, so like a hundred dollar tent. Now, for example, REI makes their half dome tent, which is it's been around a long time. It's a quality tent. It's well made. Um, the price is pretty good. At one point, it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. Now it's probably or even down to a hundred dollars. I think now it's probably two hundred dollars, but it's still a good bang for the buck. Mm -hmm. There are some other companies out there that make similar tents. Kelty. Kelty does. Big Agnes even makes an entry-level tent that's pretty good quality. Probably North. I'm thinking North Face. North Face does. All of these big brands do. And they're going to be pretty good. They're going to hold up. They've got aluminum poles and stuff. Are they the quality of aluminum that DAC puts out that you'll see in the higher-end brand? No. Those poles are going to aren't as strong. They're going to break more quickly more easily than DAC poles and they're probably I'm assuming a little heavier heavier yep absolutely well I think kind of just going off of that it's going off of your question it's about what you're willing to invest in you know like you can get a less expensive tent and you're investing in an experience more so than a tent like you said like you can get a cheaper tent and it'll be fine on the sunny days but as soon as you get into those rougher conditions you're not going to have the same kind of confidence as you would in another tent. So yeah, you spend a little bit more money and, um, but in the end you're, you're kind of investing in, like I said, in your experience more so than, and obviously the quality product, stuff like that, but you're going to have a better time in those harder conditions. And what about otherwise. like warranties and guarantees? Like if you buy a cheaper Lots tent, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. You have to learn how to sew. So which brands offer like guarantees, warranties, um, on their, I would say like most, most of the higher end brands, pretty much all the tents, all the companies that we carry at gear 30 do, they offer a lifetime guarantee against manufacturing material defect. I'll tell you a story about Hilleberg. There was a guy who I read this online. No, don't believe it. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't read this online. Okay. Actually, Pat- believe it. I'm pretty sure Patria Hilleberg told me this story because I was asking her about the, their warranty, and their warranty is lifetime against manufacturing material defects. Should well. mention, too, when you say Pet- Petra Hilleberg, like we know them. Well, it's because when you go to the outdoor retailer shows, she's the, the, she's the, the one, she's the one working. Yeah, she works the booth. Right. Mm-hmm. She's it's the president. It's really her. Yeah. The president of, of Hilleberg. Yeah. And um, the daughter of Bo, who founded Hilleberg, now she runs the company, her and her brother, and she takes half the world, and her brother takes the other half the world. (laughs) They're taking over the world together. Oh, it's great. Yeah, Yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, we all have personal relationships with Petra Hilleberg. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Yeah, Yeah, she's awesome. So I was talking to Petra, and she told me, because I was asking her about their warranty, and she said, well, we have a lifetime against manufacturing material defect. And I said, well, what exactly does that mean? And she said, well, let me tell you this story. There was a guy, he was a wildlife biologist who was going up to Alaska for like a month to study wolverines. Buys buys this Hilleberg tent because he needed something that was going to protect him to keep him dry and everything while he was up in in the back country of Alaska for like six weeks or four or six weeks, something like that. He gets there. Drops his stuff, sets up his tent, makes his camp, and then goes out for a hike looking for wolverines. He comes back, and there had been a wolverine in his camp that had destroyed his tent. Just tore it to shreds. A wolverine. 
And so he calls up Hilleberg and he's like, uh, there's a lesson there. <laughs> you don't have to go far from home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If he had just chilled in his camp, he would, but anyway, so he called up Hilleberg and he's like, I've got a, I've got a problem here. Like day one of my six week trip, my Hilleberg's destroyed by a Wolverine. Now I would just suggest that there is not a single tent on the market that would withstand a Wolverine. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, they said, okay, no problem. They fixed it. They took all, took it apart, sewed in new panels, fixed everything till it was brand new for him for free. Shipped it right back out to him. Did it super quick, and said, "Have a great day." Now she said, in that situation, like, it's not. They didn't have to cover that. That wasn't their fault. And the Wolverine was not at the Hilleberg plant. Right. Yeah. They um it's not covered in the lit like the lingo of their warranty or whatever they could have said i'm sorry it's not covered in under our warranty by a new tent and he probably would have i don't know but that's not how they are that's not who they are like they wanted to take care of this guy and so they just took care of him and so you know there are companies out there that have an un- that have a warranty against manufacturing material defect and that probably means that if the fabric fails or, or some of those types of things, they'll take care of you. But if a wolverine tears up your tent or a mouse chews through your tent or any of that type of stuff, you're on your own. So what, a, what about um, what's Big Agnes and Nemo's and MSR's Theirs is the policies. same. It's a lifetime against manufacturer flaws or defects. Um, Most brands are pretty willing to work with you, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's some, obviously. Like, they... All of the brands that we deal with yeah. are great in that way. They'll well, take care of you. And it's that's one thing that I've noticed is, you know, I did have a, a hubba hubba and Noah Wolverine did not tear through it. But <laughs> I did have an issue where my, my knife went through it, you know, and they <laughs> sewed it up. On purpose. On purpose. I was so mad. <laughs> Dang you. Anyways, but they w- they sewed it up, no questions. They didn't I didn't charge me or anything. So they, they want to take care of their customers, especially because they know that an investment into good quality product means that you know they're we're putting ourselves out there a little bit more and we're supporting them and they want to support us in our adventures so that we, c- we so can that's the difference between maybe three or four hundred dollar tent before be and the and because i don't know rei's policy or black diamond's policy or not black diamond north face policy on like a two hundred dollar tent if they're gonna if they if they do the same thing maybe rei because it's their brand um but but it was once you step up to those three four hundred dollar tents you get that you get that assurance that they can they'll take care of you yeah and one of the i guess that's beyond the on-trail performance right benefits that you get but right um now and all of these companies we're talking about they've been doing this like they've been taking care of their customers in this way for a very long time long before social media now <laughs> that social media is out there and a bad review can have such a bad damaging effect most of these companies will take care of you anyway to just avoid the bad press um so that's one thing but but all of these companies it's like hilleberg big agnes nemo msr all of these companies there's a culture within their company of their hardcore outdoor people who want to make awesome stuff that performs and want to take care of their customers. That's just their culture. So as far as backpacking tents go, I think um, it's just like any other piece of gear, like shoes or skis. You're going to prefer certain things over your body who prefers other things. I mean, it's like, so the 
you know, you can come into shops like ours, set up different tents, use the zippers, you know, take it down, like see what, see how you feel about that particular tent. Because once you see them in person, you'll form a different opinion than maybe looking at it online. It's just harder to, I don't know, something about coming in and tangibly just touching the, the, the product and playing with a little bit really helps you see things in a different way. Well, and even just like crawling in the tent and seeing what the space is. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not your average size woman. I'm almost six feet tall. And so I know that a lot of times my, one of my closest friends is five feet tall. So a tent that works for her might not work for me or for, you know, a gentleman who's six feet and taller. And so getting, coming and testing out the tent, sitting in them, seeing how they fit. And even like, and that's one thing that we love to do is we love to set up the tent so people can see them because it's, I mean, you have to test, test it out. Buying it online, you get it, and then you're like, oh, the zipper doesn't work the way I want it, or it doesn't have this quite the same head space, or my feet, I'm too tall for this tent. Yeah, because you can look at the measurements. Yeah. Um, but we normally have about three, four, five tents just set up, and then and then we can set up whatever you're looking at. But I, I would suggest, that, you know, head into your local outfitter and, and see if, you know, before you, you pick what you're what you want to buy online right (laughs) right and if you're gonna buy online buy well in advance so you've got time to set it up and test it out and ship it back if it does before your trip that's a good point before your trip Mm -hmm. um so i guess you know we haven't talked about specific tents in general maybe let's go around and just talk about like for a a two-person general backpacking trip what is each person's favorite favorite tent for that situation uh, currently, mine would probably be the Big Agnes Tiger Wall Platinum Two. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stepping up, platinum. yeah, yeah. I like the long names. It's just super lightweight, um, and it's got a little more space than than the Footbox than the Nemo does. That's why I like that one a little bit more, um, just to add a little bit of space. But it is on the lighter weight side, so, so not the best. What's the weight on that one? I believe the trail weight's sub two pounds. Wow! So it's. I think it's one pound, f- I want to say one pound, f- 14 or 15 ounces. It's, it's about an ounce lighter than a pound, one pound, 14. So one pound 15. it's pretty light. Split that up with two people and you're not taking much. Big enough for two adults? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, it's snug. Two dudes or um, like I mean, husband I s- and wife or? Depends uh, on where the dudes are <laughs> from. Scandinavia? <laughs> probably not. Depends on how Chile? close you want to be with your friend. But I, I mean, it's got about the same um, footprint as the Nemo two person or the the hornet and i've slept to i've slept in that nemo several nights and felt just fine so it's, it's so that's like a good way to compare it they're pretty similar a little more headroom and a little more room in the foot box than the nemo though all right cool so what about you sarah so i actually just got the copper spur oh nice um i got the i had this like vain hope that i do bike packing it's still a hope and a dream um so i got the bike packing version so it's a little bit heavier. The original copper spur is two pounds, 13 ounces, 14 ounces, something right. like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other one is three pounds, three ounces. So it's a little bit heavier, but the tent, the pole sections are shorter. Oh. So that way you can stick it on handlebars and stuff like that. And it comes in a little bit more compact case, but headspace is awesome. Um, length is great. I have... Um, I've really enjoyed it. The, I've taken it out a couple times, and it's it's performed really well. Even in rain, um, it's still not my preferred rain tent, but it works really well. Sure. Yeah, I I really really like it. Awesome. Well, and they I think they changed it. 
Copy. They had the. Well, I have the copper spool. Copper spur. Wow, that's copper hard. Copper spur. Copper spur. Um, HV, and that's nice too because they actually were able to cut some weight and get some strength in there, um, in comparison to the original copper spur. So. So the copper spur HV, HV stands for high, high volume, volume, right? Yeah. So they've got bends in the poles mm -hmm. to make the walls a little more vertical. So you've got a little more interior space. Mm -hmm, a little right? more head space. And then I got the little mountain glow lights that I put around. And I know it's, <laughs> so I cute. thought it was super Chris, gimmicky at Christmas first. Lights, but it's awesome when I really like it. Well, yeah. it's nice because it's not like you have your headlamp and you're like blinding everybody as you're trying to get ready for bed. I brought finally a little goal zero lamp, you know? Yeah. I'm all... Yep, uh, added to the add this to the weight of every I trip know. I take because <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's super convenient. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Yeah, so I think one of the advantages that everything's getting so lightweight or has been so lightweight for a while, really, but has been getting so lightweight because before you would bring the bare minimum and it was still really heavy. Mm -hmm. Now everything's so lightweight. If you bring the bare minimum, you've got ten pounds of extra room. Like yeah. you can still comfortably carry a few little niceties you can carry a camp chair you can carry the lantern those some, some you better bring my helinox on every freaking backpacking <laughs> trip <laughs> you said it yeah yeah whatever happened to crazy creek to what crazy to crazy creek that was like the chair the go-to camp chair for chair. years uh, helinox happened we've to never crazy. carried helinox, them right nah. no because when we opened um I, like a year later helinox came out we started carrying Helinox, and they just, they were a best-selling item in the store for, like, three or four years in a row. We just sold them like crazy. They're a $100 chair. Like, they weren't the cheapest chairs out there, and yet people would just buy tons of them. Yeah. We also carried Travel Chair, which was, uh, is another reputable brand. They just kind of ripped off the design of Helinox. We carried them for a while. And then stop carrying them because of the 200 or so Helinox chairs we sold, we had like two or three come back for warranty. Of the like 50 travel chairs we sold, we had like 15 come back for warranty. <laughs> well, and it was interesting because both my parents bought the travel chairs and we went up and we just hiked up above Alta Snow um, Ski Resort and first time using it. And I mean, my mom is not heavy. I mean, mm. she's like five, six, small. Yeah sweet little lady and she got in that chair and first time she sat down and she didn't plop down or anything broke yep. my dad broke his too but he's a different story <laughs> <laughs> he's a 6'2 tall man he's tall. so yeah but yeah both of their chairs broke in their first backpacking trip right like you just you buy quality and you get what you pay for a little right. bit so yeah there's a lot of those helinox knockoffs out there there's a bunch of different brands that are now making them in fact we were just camping with some friends car camping we had some car camping helinox chairs and they broke out some of theirs that were ripoff Helinox from um, that they bought at Costco or something like that. And theirs did not break on this trip. So, it, but but there's a lot of knockoff Helinox um, brands out there. But the difference with Helinox, one of the main differences, excuse me, is the Helinox poles are DAC poles. So the the guy that does DAC poles for tents that makes the best tent poles on the market um i think it's his son that started helinox mm -hmm. and they use DAC aluminum poles for the helinox chairs and so they're much sturdier much stronger uh, than your other aluminum poles out there 
The other thing is the plastic bits that they use, just a higher quality plastic than a lot of the knockoffs do. So a lot of these these other chairs will break at the plastic connector points and the Helinox ones are just made so much better. Anyway, we're all big fans of Helinox because they just, they're comfortable, they work, they now have some real lightweight backpack options. Um, and and we don't have warranties. We hardly have warranties on the Helinox stuff, whereas in the past we've had lots of warranties on the I other brands. I don't think I've seen a warranty on Helinox come in for years, a long time. Yeah, it right? doesn't happen. So anyway, Brandon, Yeah. what is your tent of choice? <coughs> Two-person? Two-person backpacking. I don't have, so I have, my, I have the Onion, that's all I need. But um, I had, a, had a, a girl crush on Big Agnes for about <laughs> two years. And then I, what'd she do? Um, she introduced me to MSR. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I almost pulled the trigger on an MSR, and I just, I just did. I got, the, I, I bought the Hilleberg instead. But I want something lighter, and so I'm looking at the Nemo's now. Mm-hmm. It's like how you fl- yeah. flow through things. So because I think a a the Nemo will match that lightweight quality go to that I'm looking for when I don't want to take the Hilleberg, but I haven't actually made a decision yet. So, um, that's how, that's how great all these brands are. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with any of them. So it's, it's, it's nice to have those options. And then it comes, then it comes down to, all right, yeah. What are you personally looking for? What do you prefer? And, and how, why did I switch from big Agnes to MSR? Well, I was a little bit of the quality like you mentioned. Um, and then, and then I think, I think Nemo can match that. But I, I'm still, I'm still a fan of MSR. Yeah, like they're a great tent, and I really do, because I've had tents break on me. In in in, oppor- in, uh, in opportune times, I am a fan of buying quality. Yeah, I just don't know if I want to buy another Hilleberg. Well, I wouldn't need. To. I already have a two-person Hilleberg. Right. So I'm looking for like a personal. Just tent, a, but a real yeah. lightweight one. Yeah, but if I was looking for a light, a two-person, um, I, I would, since I have the Hilleberg, I would look at the MSR or, or Nemo right now. Yeah, just a little lighter. Yeah. So I've used Big Agnes and Nemo and MSR and Hilleberg and a bunch of other brands over the years. I was in Iceland a couple years ago, had a Nemo tent there, testing that out. Um, tested out Big Agnes tents a lot. I like all of these brands and I've never had a failure on any of these brands, but I can say, I can speak a little bit to the durability of them um, based on my, my use with them. And I would say, personally, it's my opinion that Hilleberg, no, it just comes out of my mouth. I just love them so much. Big Agnes <laughs> rolls off the tongue. and Nemo, um, I would put in the same category as far as durability, weight, comfort design quality those types of things they're very good i would put msr a step personally i'd put msr a step above the other two as far as durability and maybe quality of manufacturing i just think they're just a little bit a step above but they are also a step above in weight as well you can get some really really light msr tents like the carbon reflex and the free light tents and stuff like that from MSR will they'll start to compete as far as the weight goes a little bit, but they're maybe a little bit more expensive when you start getting into those weights and stuff. 
But in my experience, the MSRs are just built to a slightly higher quality um, and a slightly more and more durability from them. So it's my personal preference to go with MSR. But I do recognize that in doing that, I'm adding a little bit of weight. And for most people um, who aren't really sleeping more than maybe 10 nights a, a year in their tent, maybe 12, 15 nights max, the big Agnes and Nemo are going to be awesome. Yeah. They're going to be great. You're not going to have any issues. But I do think that um, that when it comes to... Um, you know, attention to detail. Maybe there's a little bit more from the MSR. One thing I noticed when I was in Iceland, and we had pretty good weather while we were there. We had two different Nemo tents that we were testing out, but one of the Nemos that I had, the Dagger, their lightweight backpacking tent, um, I noticed that as I was setting it up, and at times, they, you know, they removed a few pole clips and, and different things that I kind of like um, to lighten up the tent. And so you're just, in order to get the real lightweight tent that you want and the roominess and everything, they have, you have to, there's some give and take there. They have to give up some of the niceties in order to hit a certain weight and stuff. So just realize that when you're looking at a tent, if you want the lightest, you need to realize that you're giving up some of the comforts and some of the um, durability stuff. If you want durability, you're going to give up some of the weight. You just... You can't get all of it together. Um, yet. Perf- yet. Well, <laughs> not perfectly, anyway. And the other thing, too, is there's some there's some tent brands out there that are using new fabrics, like... Um, Cardboard. Are there? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, there have been quite a few companies out there using Cuban fiber for tarps and tents and stuff over the years and stuff. It's interesting to note that Hilleberg made some Cuban fiber tents. They didn't sell them on the market. They made some to test them out and to see because they were thinking, we've got the lightest, strongest material out there, but there's this Cuban fiber stuff that's lighter and stronger. They made tents out of it, put them through some wind testing and stuff like that. The Cuban fiber stretched and it wouldn't rebound. It wouldn't retain its shape. And then you would lose the integrity of the tent shape over time. And so they decided not to use Cuban fiber. There are some companies out there using Cuban fiber. The tents made of Cuban fiber are like $1,000 because that fabric is ridiculously expensive. But they're really lightweight. They're durable. All of those types of things. So even even in those cases where you think, wow, I'm getting everything. I just have to give up a lot of money to get it. Well, you might be given like... <laughs> There are still some downsides. You get into a really nasty windstorm, and your tent may stretch out and stretch out of shape and never rebound. So, those are some things to consider, um, I guess. But, but anyway, so I think all of the tents that we would choose. So, so I guess to answer my own question, I like the hubba hubba. I think for a two person, it's it's roomy, it's comfortable, it's still lightweight, it's really durable over time if i was going to try to save more weight i might go with like the free light too or something you're starting to um i mean now you're below three pounds for a two-person tent uh you still get the roominess similar to like a copper spur or some of the others um but i still think you get maybe just a slight bit more durability with msr so yeah i I agree 
Um, anyway, so hopefully, hopefully that for those that are listening, that's helpful. Um, some helpful information. We are all gear geeks here. We all do a lot in the outdoors. We've used a lot of stuff over the years. And we all have different preferences, I'm, which I'm, is interesting. I'm Mr. Gear Geek, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's interesting to me that we all still have different preferences. Not a single one of us chose the same exact tent as the other person. So maybe that's a sign that... Don't shame me. Different... <laughs> different strokes for different folks, I guess. Yes. Like it's just personal preference, personal need. For some people, lightweight is the absolute number one thing. For other people, durability is. For other people, it's comfort, living, livability, that sort of thing. So consider all those things. But I think one thing that could be said about all the brands that we talked about is you really can't go wrong with any one of the brands we talked about. They're all quality. They're all well-made. The companies will take care of you. Yes. Right. So. Yep. Cool. Well, hopefully this conversation is helpful for those that are listening. Um, it's giving you some things to consider and think about. Um, if you are looking for a backpacking tent, you can go to gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com and check out the tents that we have. Um, I think it's one of our big considerations when we've chosen our selection of tents um, it, the number one thing for us is we don't want to carry something that's not quality that we can't be confident is going to take care of you in the backcountry. Um, we've got a saying here, it's right at the right at the entrance of our store. There's no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. And we believe that. We want to make sure that everything that we carry here is going to be quality and is going to take care of you in the backcountry. And if for any reason this stuff fails, we also want to make sure that the companies that make those products are going to take care of you. So. Um, you can rest assured any of the stuff that we have in our store, it's been tested. We believe in it. We back it up. And so do the companies that you're buying from. So, um, and also you can follow us, uh, on Instagram at gear underscore three zero and also check out our blog. You can follow Bryden, um, a gear through employee who's doing the continental divide trail, divide trail. And, uh, is that That's everything? It. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you out there. <laughs> oh, he's cute. This dog is great. <laughs>